Hey guys, it's Joey. Just wanted to pop in here really quick at the very beginning to tell you that this episode has some content that not everybody might be comfortable with. I just wanted to give you a heads up. There is content warnings in the description below. Go ahead and check them out before you start listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. time that we played your chris went searching for a shrine to bahamut and was rewarded with a vision but of memories that were not but of memories that were not his own while victor awakened artemis hey He, he, he was just napping the worst thing that a dm could possibly hope for an NPC that they have to voice at all times. <laughs> good. good, good. Both good. of them suffered a level of exhaustion <laughs> for their effort. The next day, they had breakfast and set out looking for the shop of missing items. Not finding it in the original spot they thought, the group split up after Victor had Artemis hide his pan flute. After Victor had Artemis hide his pan flute, they searched all day. And did manage to find the pan flute, but no shop. Just as they were going to give up, Charlie spotted a swinging sign down an alley that read the last place. To which I got a lot of fuck use for. Uh, they went inside and met Nathaniel Whitelock and his ghost husband, Alistair. Each member of the party found an item that they thought that they had thought lost, and Nathaniel revealed that he had Cabal's ruin, which he claimed was probably for Celia. They didn't ask for payment for these items, just for a favor. For the party to travel a day, which, by the way, I messed up. I said it was a half a day. It's like a day. Uh, So they didn't ask for payment for the items, just for a favor. They wanted the party to travel a day to the Neverwinter Woods uh, and try to free some trapped spirits from a deserted village. The group agreed and made their way back to Cloudspire Manor for a much-needed rest. And now these notes are getting thrown away because there's a dead spider on them. (laughs) And I I had, like, a little mini panic attack. I'm okay. I am... For a pancake attack. Oh, God. Pancake attack? I would so much rather have a pancake attack than a panic attack. (laughs) Is there anything you guys want to do for the night? Rest. Sleep. Sleep. The two. Oh, what? You guys want to stay up another night? You don't want to, you know, awaken another animal? Victor? Soon. Dude. I will some night, but not this night. (laughs) Yarkris goes right to bed. I'm sure Yarkris probably just, like, falls face first in his bed and just passes the fuck out. Yes, he does. All right. Yeah. Trayvok will brew, like, a nice, calming pot of before bed and then alright so you guys wake up the next morning to breakfast which surprisingly Yarkris didn't help 
make because I'm sure he slept in. <laughs> I'll sleep. <laughs> and uh, if anybody, if in the unless anybody wants to do anything for breakfast or wants to have any kind of like a role play scene or anything, we can just skip to you on your way to Neverwinter Wood. You said it's going to take a day to get there? Mm-hmm. Walking. Walking, okay. Hmm. I was thinking about pie. What would be most effective? Pie. I mean, so yeah, we can always have pie. So if we're flying, then we're going to get there before a day, which means that we should probably prepare oh my for God. what we anticipate running into. I, I seriously forget that y'all have those flying carpets. I have a sticky note here saying that like walking will take a full day, but if they rent or buy horses, and I'm like, why the fuck would they ever rent or buy horses? They have flying fucking carpets. Fuck capitalism. They have the wings of flying, too. <laughs> but that yeah. only lasts like... I think a minute. Oh, really? Okay. Listen, we're Robin Hood criminals. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely the good guys. Yeah. So there's I don't think I'm why you're psychic. Sure. We I don't know which one of those would be most effective. We only steal from rich and bad. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Hmm. But or, we decide or who's religious. rich and bad. Or religious. <laughs> I'm cults. I'm rich. Cults. <laughs> let, let, let's just say cults. Stop yeah. with the nonsense. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm like I'm rich. If you start teetering bad. on the edge of bad, we might start stealing from you, Zalea. So, so it's like so you guys only. See, it's like a it's like a tri Venn diagram. <clears throat> it's like there's one circle is rich, one circle is bad, and one and circle the, is cult. The and the last circle is not our friend. <laughs> the cult was bad i was including them in the bad part yeah so like in order for you to be able to steal from them consciously they have to be in two of those three circles no it's not stealing it's we're acquiring funds to use against other baddies well if they're far enough into the bad circle can we still steal from the poor why yeah why not yeah. The wording in that sentence just angered me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bezos. <laughs> Why steal from the poor is what I heard. Stealing from the poor is what I heard. They could have some. They could have they're something poor. useful. And if they're evil, who look, gives a fuck? Look, look. Evil, then it's just looting because we're gonna kill them anyway. All we'll right. Burn that bridge when we get to it. There's no need to hypothesize about it now. <laughs> the party has a moral uh, moral breakdown before breakfast <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine this conversation was happening at the breakfast table in character oh, <laughs> 100%, 100%, 100%. oh yeah like guys we've been doing a lot but here's my question who instigated the conversation who instigated it in real life <laughs> I would say yeah. I think me or Soteria <laughs> Well, if that actually, if that conversation played out, Yarker slams his hand. We're not stealing from the poor, but they're evil. You smite evil, so why wouldn't you steal from evil? But then at that point, it is looting. looting. <laughs> Victor looks at Soteria and just goes, first, "Hey, okay? 
That's, it makes it better. Maybe they're doing evil because of the circumstances they're in. Have you thought about that for a second? There's Maybe a they're not. And besides, if you're doing something super evil, that's not really an excuse. You know, I have family members who say that being poor is a consequence of being evil. They're not yeah, close family members. here eating a lot of pie, enjoying the conversation. Okay, so let's. So, so what do we decide? Psychic or necrotic? I think necrotic. Think. Necrotic. Yeah, sure. It's zombies, right? Okay, so chocolate pie for breakfast. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Necrotic is undead. Spirits. Yeah, that's probably the most likely thing. Yeah. Sorry, I said a bunch of words and none of them were a full sentence. But Victor gives like, about a quarter of his meal to uh, about a quarter of his meal to Artemis, and he says it's going to be a long day. I don't know when the next time we'll be able to stop to eat us. Uh, yeah, Artemis. Is- where are we going? Uh, we're going on a trip. Uh, some woods. You like woods, right? I grew up in a tower. <laughs> hmm. well, oh, Artemis is a Disney princess. Your your ancestors <laughs> come from the woods, so maybe maybe you'll feel at home there. Maybe. But you said there's He's no so food. Cute. There's no food in the woods. Oh, I have food. I just there. There's going to be a lot of food. It's just I don't know when we're going to stop next and be able to sit down and eat. Do don't like owls squirrel? eat like small rodents? Yeah. Oh no, this is Victor's owl. He eats human food. Oh. <laughs> the fat chunky owl. <laughs> Only the finest of cuisine. Yeah. I know rednecks who eat squirrel. <laughs> this owl has had wine. I promise you by this point. <laughs> Oh god, a drunk Artemis. Okay. Uh, Trayvok, when when Artemis explains, or asks what we're doing, Trayvok explains that we're exchanging services for goods. (laughs) Alright. Commerce. Wait, are we teaching the owl commerce? Yes. He doesn't know commerce. Victor's eyes narrow in excitement. (laughs) I have a lot to teach you. (laughs) Oh no. All right. And I can so, teach you about the art of ruining negotiations. So we <laughs> sure can. That should be very simple for you. Fireball. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Either that intelligence... or just fuck the person you're negotiating with daughter. Hold on. <laughs> At intelligence of 10, can Artemis read? We'll figure it out. Anyway, so. You guys gather your things. You say goodbye to the Cloudspire family in Vittorio. And you make your way out of town on your carpets. Clank, clank. I don't think you guys have ever ridden a horse this entire campaign. I've ridden a drake. That doesn't count. That was magic. It's still a drake. It's not a horse. Yes. At least according to some forum posts, they can. Okay. We'll go with yes. Because I like the idea of Artemis and little in a little monocle. Hey Artemis, <laughs> uh, we have a flying carpet. It'll help your wings not get so tired. Oh. And I have something I want you to try reading. And Victor pulls out the manual of quickness of action. What is it you're teaching him? Dexterity. You're gonna give. Hold up. Let me get this straight. Hold up. <laughs> You're going to give the owl NPC who can leave you at any moment. No, no. He's charmed for 30 days. And then if, 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 
And at the end of the 30 days, it says, if you have been kind to them, they can make a decision to stay with you. So, let me get this straight then. Yeah? You're giving this super rare book that can only be read once by one person in a hundred years to Artemis. And as out. amazing as that idea is, I actually kind of out of game have to agree with Joey on that. I really, really want to, though. <laughs> oh, God. Can I teach it to use a shield? <laughs> no, absolutely that. not. No. I'll have to think about it. I mean, if that's what you want to pull the book out, and if your party's going to let you. Victor thinks about it and pulls out a family history of the Vetinaris instead and says, I'd like you to read this, learn about your new family. I just imagine it's the Vetinaris, a history. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's like a 300 page tome. I don't know if 300 pages constitutes a tome. I think that'd be like 3,000 pages. <laughs> it's right. basically War and Peace. So your bird starts reading this book. Has Victor read this book? Oh, yeah. Many times. Many times. All right. Oh, gosh. So that was funny. <laughs> okay. Whole party's just like, what? Oh! <laughs> because you're on magic carpets, you are going to get there in a little over half a day. It's going to take you a little over half a day to get there instead of a whole day. New forest. And... It is uneventful. Carpet ride is uneventful to the Neverwinter Woods. It is about probably about two, three o'clock in the afternoon when you reach the edge of the woods and you break through the first layer of trees. Who is who's leading this expedition to find this ruined village? Uh, A ranger who is, you know, favorite terrain is the forest? I don't know. Sure. Sure. On the other hand, he still has the worst perception known to man. We'll, we'll give Akka a chance to do the cool thing. <laughs> Hashtag should have been a rogue. <laughs> Hashtag should, yeah. <laughs> well, you do remember I lost my character sheet, so I had to rebuild her. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think any of her stats are the same as they used to be because I don't know oh. what they were. No, they're the same, because you sent me yours and they were the same, so. Octagon head know. trauma. It changed. <laughs> just like Trayvok. Mm -hmm. No, Trayvok just awoken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who cast it on Trayvok? <laughs> Rude. Ah, <laughs> oh, the magic of changing players. It is an amazing thing. Alright, so give me, um, give me a survival check. Octa, maybe with advantage if anybody's helping you. Oh, sure. Yeah, Tra Trayvok loves survival. That's actually not strictly true, but <laughs> Victor could try and help. I have a plus three. It's just that is just better than me. You just give him advantage. It doesn't matter. Okay. So I rolled with advantage. Okay. Yep. Well, it's a good thing that I rolled with advantage because the first roll was only a two on the die. Oh, jeez. So, Charlie, Charlie says with guidance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And guidance, with, guidance, uh, guidance. With the support or guidance or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's a plus D4. Plus the, a D4. All mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. That's going to be 25. Yeah. Okay. That's quite a swing. That is. Yeah. That's now you're now you're rangering. Um, yeah. 
So the 25, it's a, it's not a crudely drawn map, but mm-hmm. it is a crudely drawn path on a map. And even so, feeling back at home in the woods, even though they're not your woods, you are able to easily find it. But as you get closer, uh, let's see, Trayvok, Saleya, Yarkris, and Charlie. You all notice as you're getting closer to further into the woods, you're noticing less and less animal sounds. Guys, and it's quiet. Even, yeah, and even it's getting closer, spooky. First, it's first it's the the rustling of like leaves that might be like uh, rabbits, squirrels, deer, birds. Those sounds disappear, and then even the sounds of crickets and insects vanish and it is a stillness where you can hear your own heartbeat in your ears Meep. and victor on your shoulder even though you you kind of don't really take <laughs> super notice until Saleya says something artemis on your shoulder is hunched he is starting to shake and kind of like oh, excuse me sorry burrows into your shoulder and I don't like it here. We have to go further. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be here. We'll be fine. We're going in a bit further, but you don't have to risk anything. So, if anything happens, just keep your height, fly up, and you'll be safe. Okay. And he kind of like scritches at his chin and hands him a piece of cheese. He eats the cheese. We'll be okay. This is going to be the fattest fucking owl. <laughs> it's not like a whole like side of cheese. It's a little bit. <laughs> We've been he going is, for <laughs> Yeah, he's like in your shoulder, like in your neck, trying to hide. And as you guys break through this last little layer of trees, you see ahead of you little a clearing, a large clearing, dotted here and there with ruined buildings that the forest is in the process of taking back over and probably has honestly and you see for in the distance probably about like 100 or so feet into this ruined village you see this tall stone wall about like 12 feet tall and it seems to like stretch around like probably a property and there is a wrought iron gate and the wrought iron gate is hanging off from its hinges um, as as we approach, I'm going to activate the true sight on the monocle, just because you know ghosts. Okay. ghosts. And Joey, since since we are in RP mode and not combat mode, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna let you determine when uh, ten minutes is up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right now, you're not really seeing it, Joey. Map. <clears throat> yes, I would say you can kind of see about this far in. You can see like this. Path that like leads up to a door. Hmm. Guys, I see a door. Let's go check it out. So yeah, you walk. Up. You guys should have control of your characters. Um, and you can see, you can kind of see through this broken open gate, this pathway that is overgrown with weeds and an overgrown lawn. And I don't see anything. No, you're not seeing anything with your monocle. Are we still on the carpets or are we on the ground now? That's up to you guys. Can we see more on the carpet? If you're flying over the wall. Yeah, this is a fairly big wall, correct? Like It's a 12-foot tall wall. I think we should <laughs> attempt to. 
and yeah, maybe like agree. roughly map it out even if it's like a shitty map in our minds um being like oh don't go that way would be a good idea no, i'm fooling out uh, sorry um based on current carpet setups and people who can maneuver themselves i am on my carpet alone and am fairly tanky so i can go up and see if i can even see anything <clears throat> i think that sounds like a good idea all right i i, I maneuver up dm okay i'm gonna walk move, move your character then oh like oh okay so yeah. i'm 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 flying over the wall i'm officially okay. over the wall what trap do i <laughs> what trap do I activate? <laughs> you've activated my trap card no. This is also good because I have down trace or no? Uh, what is it? Uh, should I cast find trap in this area? Well, so 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 right now I'm the like I'm flying twelve feet off the ground by myself on. A oh, I was coming with. Oh, okay, sure, yeah, sure. Just you, you can hop on for aerial support. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> fire bomb, shot at you. Yeah. If you, if you start getting okay. shot at, you're gonna need okay, somebody to fire back. We're gonna fly pretty much up to the door, I guess. Okay. If, okay. If, like, like, provided nothing immediately bad happens as we cross the threshold of the wall. You fly over this wall, and you are met with this, what was probably once a very grand manor. It is three stories tall, crumbling now, overrun with weeds and various-looking plants and trees. Um, but probably back in its heyday, very nice manor. N- nothing, nothing else passively sticks out. The, the front door is smashed open it barely even constitutes as a door anymore what's left of it that you can tell just by looking at it it doesn't take a lot because you've smashed quite a few doors in your day (laughs) it has this door was rammed open at one point in the past and has now most of it has now rotted away and what is left clings barely to its hinges okay but 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 overall it looks pretty safe Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I call out to the party that, that it looks good. Gesture them forward if they so choose. Uh, Victor walks in. Or Chris goes in. And the barrier slams behind. <laughs> uh, yeah, Victor, as you actually, as you go to, like, enter it, Vi- uh, Artemis is shaking, like, even more so. And is, once you go to, like, past the gates, he just bolts off of your shoulder and takes to this guy. He's, I don't want to go in there. Okay, can you I can... wait here? Yeah, you can wait out here, but come here one second, okay? I'm gonna make you safe. He does not want to go past that gate. Victor walks outside and kind of holds out his arm. As you go to walk out the gate, um, you step past the gate, through the gate, mm-hmm. and you go to, like, reach out to Artemis, and then all of a sudden you are turned around and you find yourself facing the manor again oh well that's unfortunate <clears throat> welcome back to the hotel california is this secretly the start to the strong campaign is that what's happening right <laughs> now <laughs> yeah y'all are running death house again oh god no i'm kidding mm. immediately flamed through on the front door <laughs> <laughs> so Artemis did not come through the gate, though, right? He, yeah, he did not. He was like, uh, he's like, uh, no, I don't want to. Okay. Uh, find a tree to hide in a little bit. Yeah, you stay high up, okay? Be careful. We will. We'll be back soon. Okay. And he- don't worry, Victor, I'll bring back Victor tries to toss out a bag full of 
not full, but like, you know, a few rations and whatnot. A whole wheel of cheese. A whole <laughs> entire wheel of cheese. Um, yeah, sure. The the rations stay out there. Okay. But he, he like walks over to it, like grabs it and flies away. <laughs> All right, Ta-da. lads. Looks like we can't leave here until we're done. Fully cracks her knuckles. <laughs> Let's go. Hmm. Is the barrier magical? Um, well, I certainly sure, didn't we, turn around uh, on my own, so I have to assume that or the floor is very motivated to spin. Can I try to shoot the barrier with a firebolt and see what happens? It wasn't a barrier. I turned around when I tried to go back out. Yeah, so true. I'm thinking like ma- magic or around, magic or like psychic. Or yeah. Okay. I'm assuming that you guys say everybody went in, right? I mean, we had some party members not explicitly say that they went in, but or move their tokens. Unless they give us a reason not to believe, too, I, I, I would say we're staying together and not leaving half the party outside of this spoopy wall. Cough like... Charlie, cough Octa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, you're in here. What are you doing? We sure, we sure are. Um, I, I guess we're going in the house, right? Um. Unless, Unless we want to check out the grounds first, like there's yeah, again, I, I like that idea. I can only see the door, but like there's a cool fountain over here. We can see what that's about. Yes, there is a fountain. It is. It has maybe like a little bit of standing water in the bottom from like rain, and just a lot of debris and dirt. No, no free money. <laughs> no free money. No pennies. Aw. So no while y'all are. Uh, examining the well, Victor's going to scrawl something on a sheet of paper real quick. Sure. Cast illusory script, and to the rest of the party, it's going to look like it says, we'll be fine, wait here. I'm going to DM you something. Uh, Soleil's just going to start wandering over to this side to kind of check out the grounds a little bit. Mm. I'm going to fuck the door. I mean, I'm going to investigate the door. The door's already fucked. It's open. Vox perceiving the well. Anything notable? Got a 14. I got a 10 on investigation on the door. Yeah, it's door. What's it made out of? Door. (laughs) (laughs) And you just throw that Mm -hmm. outside. Okay. Uh, Now, what are we doing? I got Uh, a 10 on door. And uh, Yarkris is investigating the door. All right. What'd you get for investigating the fountain, Trayvok? 14. 14. Uh, yeah, you you take a little walk around it, and you poke at a couple of the stones, and a couple of fall loose, but um, it doesn't seem anything out of the ordinary. And Yarkris, you said investigation on the door. I got a ten. A it's ten. door. That's a, that is a broken ass door. That's a door. It's made of door. It is made it's of it is floor. made of door. It is made of wood. <laughs> it's on floor. Mm-hmm. Door is on floor. The floor is for door. <laughs> Well, at least I don't have to break this one. True. No, it's already broken for you. Somebody <laughs> did the hard work for you. Or had your fun for you. Mm. All right. I see Soleil's going down here. Yep, Soleil continues wandering off, just kind of looking around. All right, I will open this up for you. Oops. Somebody can... somebody go with the fire person, please, somebody for the love of God. Trayvok will... Hey, Doug. Victor's going to follow after... Alea. Mm-hmm. Just taking a leisurely stroll. 
Well, so yeah. really, we should probably like like how big is this house? Can we see from one edge of the property to the other, or do we um, need to follow? Yeah, the so like I didn't, I didn't put all the the. Uh, oh look, a garden. Yeah, I didn't put all the walls up because like these walls were a pain in the butt to do, and uh, sure. each, there's like individual segments, and it was just a pain in the absolute butt. So it goes a little bit further, but not too much further than what is marked here. But yes, you turn around the corner of the house and you see, um, you see a small like small house, a small building here, and another smaller building behind it, along with uh, a pathway leading from a back gate. I would like to use Victor's good breeding and figure out if that small building is like a gardening shed or servants' quarters. Uh, which uh, give me, give me rich, give me a rich roll. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll knowledge. assist in the rich roll. Give me. I think it would just be a straight intelligence check. Okay. I'm not sure. They might be servants' quarters. 21. Kind of 21. <laughs> so the bigger one, you you would definitely gather that the bigger one is a servant's quarters. And the smaller okay. one is probably like a little gardening shed. Uh, you guys see a, another gate back here with a... Uh... DM, I would like to ritual cast uh, Detect Magic. Victor kind of looks at Soleil and he says... You know, the servants usually know what's going on in the master's house. Yep. Salaya knocks on the door. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so you guys also see there is also, I'm going to reveal this. Hold on. I need to go to objects and tokens again. Uh, reveal. There is also over in this area, you can see. Over in what area? Sorry. What the fuck? Uh, excuse you. Reveal areas. Oh, up over there. Over here. Okay. Oh, okay. A small cemetery. Oh. With Trayvon loves a good cemetery. Front gate broken open, uh, hanging off of its hinges, and what appears to be like a small mausoleum. Okay. I'll well, just go ahead. I think me and Vic are gonna try to go into the servants' quarters. I'm knock on the door. So you knock on the door, and there is no answer. Okay, I'm gonna try to open the door. Um. Victor's going to try and see around the outside if there are any windows. There are windows. Okay. We'd like to look in one. Okay. Give me a perception check or investigation, whichever one you're trying to do. Uh, 10. The windows are very dusty and fogged over. The glass is old. It's warped. It's really hard to see. Servants aren't doing their job. Alea, I have a point that I might want to make. Going in the front door in a place like this might not be the safest, and he kind of taps on the window with the hilt of the cap of his sword. Fair point. Celia smashes the window with her staff. Give me a strike. Give me an attack roll. <laughs> with your staff. Uh, uh, 18 plus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> roll your damage. Oh, wait, no, it's two handed. Sorry. Uh, Reroll. Uh,. Okay, that was actually better one-handed, but four. Four damage. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so you you mostly break it. It probably, it's hanging on a little bit. Like, there's still some frame left, but it's kind rotting wood. Look away at it till the, yeah. Glass yeah. is all out. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to try to, like, jump up and crawl in the window after I poke all the glass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so you climb inside. Just... Whoop. 
zoom in here really quick. You need help, Vic? I know you're not Victor quite as follows as me. In. <laughs> so you make your way in here and you are met with two beds, uh, a side table between them, a small desk up against the back wall, uh, a wash basin and a wash basin and a tub in the park. Wash tub. Wash tub. Victor starts rifling through the desk. Give me an investigation check. 19. Um, oh, I also forgot to mention something else in here. Um, before you go through the desk, uh, you guys also notice, uh, next to one of the beds hanging from the ceiling, you see the remains of a corpse uh, hanging Vic, from a noose. Soleil points up, Vic. But hanging from a noose? Yeah. Well, I don't think that there's any time constraint to getting around to them. Yeah, fair. Just, ugh. She, she just kind of gives like a little fake shiver, like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so give me your investigation check. It was 19. You said that, did you say this was a nightstand here? Yeah, that's like a nightstand, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna check that after he's done there. And you said your investigation was a 19? Yep. Alright, uh, you do manage to find, sitting on the desk, you find a small book, and you open it up, it appears to be a diary of some kind. Um, it, from what you can gather, it is, it was written by a, uh, a servant of this household named Vin Kuehl, and he writes in his, he writes in the diary about how there was one day he writes about his master who his master Desmond Valentine a vampire and his wife Oleander and he writes about how they had a lovely family starting and how the town was beginning to grow and then one day there was an attack on the manor and an absolute horror of a raid of this clerical man and his acolytes who stormed the grounds and killed his master and raided the house and how Oleander threw herself from a window and then how he, during the raid, hid <coughs> under his bed to survive and as penance, penance for his guilt penance. Sorry. <laughs> as, as penance for his guilt he buried all of the dead he could find Ooh. but there was there were some that he couldn't find there are holy wards on a secret room in the house somewhere that he could not enter due to his own personal um undeadness mm. okay. or not his undeadness his his dark pact with his master desmond valentine uh he he hung himself in shame. Victor relays all that information to Solea and then to the rest of the party via message. Well, that's a thing. Cantrip and everyone's within range. So, so TLDR, uh, the spirits that are sealed are the ones that he couldn't bury, is, is what we're gathering. That'd be my best guess. This is a... Right. This place ain't oh. just got about 500% creepier. Solea, poke his foot. He pokes a foot with her staff. Victor watches for movement. More movement than will be expected from a hanging... Okay. She then walks over to the wash basin. If there's any water, she tries to wipe off the end of her staff after touching it. Uh, <clears throat> you don't... Uh... Well, well, you were going to search the corpse, right, Salaya? 
Yeah, there was no. I was I, well. I wasn't gonna search the corpse. I was gonna search the nightstand. You can search uh, the corpse all you want, bud. Victor cuts down the body. Secret treasure. Slaya like steps out of the way. Well, actually, uh, hold on. First, search. Victor drapes a bed sheet over his shoulder and then cuts down the body and carries it so that the body doesn't touch his clothes. Uh, that's only. Well, you wait. Investigation or perception? The search, the thing. Investigation, right? Uh, yes. Uh, that's only a twelve. Aha! There it is. Ooh, I, I can help. Notes. Okay, yeah, help me. Uh, let's see. Let's let's roll that a second time. Come on, big money. What are you? Uh, that was worse. Twelve. The <laughs> nightstand. Uh, that was worse. That was a six the second time. So yeah, twelve. You find a couple of candles and a candlestick, but uh, no, nothing really. Nothing else. Do you like wax, Vic? Not in this context. And he begins wrapping the body. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he puts the body, wraps the body in the sheet. All right. Well, let's check the door and see if, yeah, assume it doesn't appear trapped or anything. Uh, do we want to check this other building, too, while we're back here? I didn't mean to. Yeah, Trayvok, let's check this one. Uh, wh- where's okay. the door at on this building? Yeah, I was going to say, I just see a black, like there's a weird pixelation and there's a strange bit of black right to the squares right of where Soleil is standing. Oh, this right, hold on. Dead. Yeah. Right here? Yeah, well, there's like, yeah, it's kind of like extra pixelated here as well. There's some extra, like, black. <clears throat> I, I okay. assume that's... Hold on, let me see if I can reveal it and see if it goes away. Is it gone? Okay, yeah. Alright, yeah. so we're gonna go in here. Uh, is it open? Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So you go inside. Well, the the door is up here. Up, yeah, where Trayvok oh. is. Oh, I thought this not was the it, door right there. No, no I was gonna say there. there's not a lot of room in this place. That's a yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you go inside and it just it's a tool shed. There's tools here. Yeah, I'm I'm still gonna investigate the area just to make sure there's nothing kind of hidden. Okay, give me an investigation check. Or maybe Trayvok. Maybe you is your eye still active, Trayvok? I mean. Just barely, probably right. Because at this point, we've come in, looked around, and looked around again. So yeah, I, I'm. Unless Joey overrules me, I'm going to say it's probably the last building that it's active for. But yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't see anything. Tra- all right. Uh, tra- so. All right. Let's, help, let's let's rifle through this place. Uh. Has my detect magic gone off at all? Sorry, I've been dealing with dog stuff. Okay, yeah, so I would 16. say it's. Yeah. Sixteen. Assuming um, Trayvok was helping me. Trayvok, you were helping me look around, yeah, right? Of yeah. course. Find nothing yeah, course. but a bunch of rusty old tools. All right. Anybody want a weed whacker? I believe that's a scythe. <laughs> oh, we call them weed whackers back on Evermeet. Of course, ours are magic and they work on their own. Trayvok just muttered something about his son could build a better one than the elves. And continues on. <laughs> As Trayvok walks by Soleil, she just kind of playfully bops him on the back of the head with her staff. Oh, I don't know why I keep setting off just selecting new Trayvok. Um, okay. I, I, I don't just know goes who's dick, with bop. Beside, I don't know who's with me besides Soleil, but I would like to check out what I assume is the graveyard because Trayvok has an interest in all things. The graveyard adventures of Soleil and Trayvok. Charlie will go with them. Okay, that's good. We could use some guidance. AR Chris. Special lawyer. Yes. Is it a bit late for this one to have his last rites? He kind of nods towards the bundle of sheets. Sadly, the spirit has long since passed. I don't know if it's passed into the next world or if it's trapped here. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, was there a date on the journal? It was dated about 70 years ago. In any case, let's go give the poor Did you say seven or 70? Sounds like a plan. However, we are gonna have to eventually go through this house. Understood. I still want to collect as much information as possible. Yep. All right. Open up that can, Trayvok. All right, so you guys get to the graveyard. Wait, you said it's open. Yeah, it's it's busted open. And you can also see now this front door and gate to this small um, mausoleum is also the gate is like torn off of its hinges. Oh. And inside you can see a set of stairs leading down. I don't know that we want to Unless we've got everybody, I don't know that we want to go down some creepy grave stairs. Hey, Yarkris, look, a grave of convenience. <laughs> well, guys, I'm no expert. You guys I mean, I mean, any, are crypt doors of... supposed to be open, like, broken open from the inside? No, it's broken in. Oh, broken in. Okay. Um... Yeah, some of it. Yeah, some of it is like torn off and like thrown off to the side, like they were trying to like remove it after they had broken it. Um, Okay. Yeah, you're saying it was broken out of this grave that's open that you guys, that Victor and Yarkas are standing in front of. It is. It looks as though it was dug for a small child. Victor still tries to fit the bundle in. I mean, seventy years of decomposition. I feel like that wouldn't be too much of an ask. As you are trying to put this small bundle, or this bundle of dead body into this grave, you hear a voice. And he, it's a male voice, like an older male voice. Whatever you are trying to put in there, that is not the grave for it. That grave is for the young master, if I ever can get to him. And you turn and you see this, uh, this old man. Uh, and he's kind of like, hovering above the ground a little bit. He's a little bit transparent, but yeah, he's just standing there, and he has, like, a hammer in his hand. And you can see behind him now um, there's, like, a small little work bench, and next to it is, like, a partially a fully constructed and a partially constructed wooden coffin. And where is the young master? He is trapped behind a sealed door in the manor. I can't get to it. Okay. Can you bring us to it? Oh, I would rather not. Going in the manor reminds me of my shame. Oh, but this, anyway, and he turns he turns and he goes back and he starts to like work on the coffins again. It doesn't matter, you will probably be joining them soon. <laughs> As if and he starts like constructing this coffin. Neat. Yeah, and you guys can see, Victor, you can now see there is a small headstone in front of this open grave, and on it, it says it reads, Bertold Valentine. Mm. I don't like this place. Let's nuke it for Morbid. Victor sets down no. the bundle. That's... Okay. We'll bury that after the master. And he's just, uh, this man's just over there working on this coffin. And <clears throat> you... There is a small hesitation. He's like, you can hear the, the tink, tink, tink of like a hammer on a nail. And then there's a pause. And he like looks up and looks towards the back gate that has the clock hanging above it. And oh, is it that time again already? 
Mm. And then you watch as he vanishes. Mm. And as he's vanishing, you... And you guys know what time it is. It's like, when you came here, you were like, it was 3 o'clock. It is now probably 3.30. And you hear this clock above the back gate just chime just one time. And then you hear the sounds of shouting. And you hear a gate. This gate being burst open. Which gate? This I don't back see a gate. gate. This back gate. That one? On the, oh. on, on the main wall. You see... You guys can see over... Because the, the, the wall to the graveyard is relatively short. It's probably only about two and a half, three feet high. Um, you see this back gate. And even though it's it's broken open, you can tell that it's been broken open. But you hear the sound of it breaking open. Trayvok, would you like a box? And you see these... Oops. Or would you like me to describe it to you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, five of these, like, specters enter... I'm gonna move Octo over here with you guys. I'm sorry, these five specters enter, and then you also see this, like, another like even more withered looking specter enter behind the gates and you hear the specter back here in the middle and he shouts find the monster and search for my daughter she's here somewhere and they start you see specters start running towards the house I'm not gonna move I'm gonna move them. I'll just like move them as a unit. G unit. I'm sorry. I have to say um, after no. you said that having the f- the first thing that popped into my head was uh you know, later when we were like level twenty, you know, somehow uh Yarkris single handedly kills a Tarask and Trayvox just like that still only counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> you lost <laughs> You guys heard the front door or the front gate burst open, but you also heard you can't see it, but you also heard like another gate being burst open. And all at once, there is just chaos around you. You watch as these specters, some of them, and even more start piling in through the back gate. And you watch as some of them go towards the the house. And then some of them come around to the graveyard and they seem to, where are you guys all standing? I need you, I need you, I need you guys to put yourselves where you're standing. I'm standing here, Um, but I would say as soon as the rattling started happening, Victor would have said, I would recommend everyone come inside the walls. Like as soon as rattling started. (laughs) Place yourselves, please. Yeah, let's 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 lump up all the spellcasters. Oh, <laughs> put put me in front by the entrance, but inside of the gate. Uh, Salia will jump up you, on this gravestone. You be right there, Trayvon. Well, Victor yeah. is gonna position Hold himself near Salia for something. And then I I can't move them, but I'm assuming <laughs> we move our ranger and squishy bard behind the wall of Trayvon and Yorgos. 
Asalea jumps on top of the gravestone. Victor is going to like tap her shoulder and cast invisibility. Hey. What do you want me to do? I mean, I'm going to start throwing shit. I'm not going to be invisible after that. <laughs> well, so. Get one so good one. Two on. questions for the DM. Um, you said specters, so they are not physical insofar uh, as we can tell? They look like. They look undead. Uh, okay. They're not floating. But, but, but like, not, not. They're they look solid. They look solid. I guess Spectre wasn't technically the word I should have used. I should have used more like uh, undead forms. Where's Octa standing? Honestly, Behind. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> out of character. I haven't even logged in to look at any kind of a map. I, I was just going to say behind me. Out of character, Aaron, the reason why is you're jumping on top of a headstone. I don't remember how tall this wall is, but you would be the most visible up there, so... Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> yeah, the wall's about two and a half, three feet high, tall. Oh, still, so You would still be an obvious target, though. <laughs> My other question was going to be, is, do, do they seem to be noticing or just generally caring about us? As of right now, they are not noticing you. Where are we putting Okta? Uh, just deposit Okta two squares behind me. Unless Eddie's going to... Yeah. Do that while I pull the map up. Right here? Right there yeah. or over here? No, no, no. Uh, toward, toward the stairs. Where you had them the first time. Okay. We all get partial cover. Alright, so you watch as... And as some of these... Oh, let's see. Octa, you have history with Undead. They're your favorite enemy. Give me, um, just give me a history check, Octa. It'll be a 12. Okay. Uh, you don't have too much experience with this type of Undead, but you can tell that these are, these are whites. Agreed. And what do you think they are? Whites. We got to deal with white people now. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, but there's also like groups of more coming in from the back as they're moving. Oops. Why well, just like all of this? Just moving them as groups because it's easier. These go towards the house. So have they seen us? It does not appear like they're taking notice of you at all actually Hang on. I have at least ring. not yet I have that message ring I think hey Sateria should we nuke them before they notice us um and you watch okay. this group right here come around to the front gates and they start like bashing the gates open but they still like they're looking the this one right here little green one he's staring right at you Kravok, but he doesn't appear to like be seeing you like it's almost like he's looking right through you and Okta maybe we should just get out of their way and maybe we should just go to one like... side yeah so my immediate suspicion is whenever he was like oh look that's hot is that we are watching like a for lack of a better term like a spectral version of, of the battle that 
is not necessarily dependent on us. Um, the question is, is like, can we intercede? Like, 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 are we just watching footage or can we prevent something from happening and thereby helping us? I guess is the question. Are you asking me that? No, oh. you're not going to tell us. I'm still like, I'm not going to tell you that. I mean, Maybe I can wrong. nuke nine of them right now. <laughs> it might be worth watching. Okay. All right, then what's uh maybe <clears throat> Okta, Trayvok, you guys might want to get out of the way because they're, they're probably going to try to bust through into the grid. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, it is a gamble, but, but to the point of just watching, I mean, if it happens the same time every day, we can always see what happens and then try again. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys are moving out of the way and letting them just go? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so you watch as <clears throat> one... um this group up here breaks through the back door of this house. Quick quick question. Can I ready an action just in case? Of course. What is your action? What is the trigger? Uh, If they move to attack any of us, I want to hit them with burning hands. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, you guys watch and you watch as they're like breaking down this gate that's already broken down and you can hear it and they appear to make it through and they rush past you and down into the you watch as this uh, crowd of whites break through and rush towards the crypt and the structures have been long since broken, but the echoes of their initial breaking are ringing out as they start breaking through the gates to this mausoleum. Um, you can hear figures pounding on the manor's front and back doors. And at the back of the manor, you guys can watch as the glass doors of the dining hall are the first to be breached. Sounds of glass and wood splintering as these whites rush in you start hearing screams coming from the kitchen. You hear sickening sounds of murder as what you're assuming is the staff of the manor uh, are probably being cut down. You see these whites spill down the stairs into the crypt and you lose sight of them. You hear a man's voice, the man who said, find the monster and search for my daughter. You hear that voice start shouting out prayers and then you hear the sound of a coffin lid crashing to the ground and echoing loudly throughout this small chamber you hear the sickening sound of a hammer on a wooden stake and then dragging and then the kindling sound of fire last thing you hear is you hear an inhuman screech fill the air and he's screaming the name oleander and then there is a hushed silence broken by that same man's voice. May you continue to burn in hell. Come! And then you watch as he leads this group of whites back out past you as if you're not even there. And you watch as he leads this group of whites towards the back door, which... And then, like, this group is already, like, making their way through the grounds some split off and go into uh they start just circling the house these motherfuckers 
these guys are gone. They're in here somewhere. And you watch them disappear into the house. Yeah, well, whatever. And all around you, you just hear screams and the sound of pretty much a one-sided battle going on. And you can hear the sound of fire crackling down in the mausoleum. Yeah, there's no question to me this place is cursed. No shit, Sherlock. Well, you can just break cursed on the whole property, right? Heavy sarcasm. <laughs> it was fucked. We just stay here for a few weeks. Your curse touches every item. And it's a break curse. <laughs> um... As you are debating what you're doing, you hear that man. It's muffled, but you can barely make it out. He starts shouting the name Oleander, and you hear him come out, dear, saying, come out, dear. The monster is gone. We can take you home. You are safe from his clutches. But that's all you seem to make out. Hmm. So I wonder, uh, first of all, Charlie would like to ask if anyone has Hallow as a spell. Nope. Okay. Um, they clearly don't notice us. I wonder what would happen if we don't engage with them, but like try to enter the house. Guess it's worth a try. I say we investigate the crypt because that was obviously one of their big targets. Yeah, well, the one that appeared to be leading did go straight <laughs> for the crypt. Point to make, though. That sounded like he was going after the master of the house, who was a known vampire. Oh, There's that also... I did not know. You did, because Victor used message to relay to the whole party. Oh. In any case, the ghost here says that there's only one or two rooms that he hasn't been able to search because of its holy protections, and he's looking for the master's body. Oh, yeah, he hasn't this been able to good. find it. So... I'm aware Victor's just relaying and kind of like working through it, so... I think searching the house first might be the best because maybe if we lay the master to rest, this can be over. And that's also where the screams. Yeah, there's scream. There was, there was a scream coming from down in the crypt. It's silent now. Um, and then of course there was screaming and the sound of fighting coming from inside the house. I'm down for either. I just think we should check one or the other out. Like I think we've witnessed as much as we're going to witness. Well, yeah, Chris starts heading towards the house. All right. <laughs> Tickle. I was going to say, we know what happens when we let Yorkus wander off on his own. So <laughs> I try to burn things. My job. All right, Stop so is, any, is anybody <laughs> investigating Is anybody investigating the crypt? I oh, we should stick together. Or, okay. You're all sticking together going towards the house? Yeah. Unless, ever, unless anybody has a very good reason not to. Okay. You, okay, so you guys are heading into the house? Yeah. We're going to try to. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's it's a really weird feeling seeing all of this stuff that's already broken and yet seeing these whites act as though everything's still standing and hearing it happen. It's surreal, honestly. And you make your way through the ruined back doors and it, let me reveal some more areas. You make your way into this lovely, well, what was probably once a lovely dining room. And you see they're not on the tables. I just moved them there. The place looks absolutely torn apart. The table is like crap, cracked and 
sits at an angle. The the chairs are thrown apart, thrown about, and all over the floor. There is dark stains everywhere that remind you of long dried blood. But you can see these whites seemingly slashing and stabbing at nothing as they um, make their way through the house. If I repop my monocle, do I see them stabbing anything now? I uh, no, you don't see anything. It's just they're standing over the various spots of dried blood and just moving about looting things, taking anything that's not nailed down, destroying things. Okay. All right. Uh, and you notice you notice that like as long as it appears as though as long as you're not in their direct way they don't seem to bother you. Can I kind of do like a knowledge check see if I know particularly anything about whites in general? Uh sure, go ahead. Uh history arcana. Uh either or. Fuck. Not great. 11. 11. Yeah, you're I mean, you know that they're undead. They're pretty nasty things. Like I don't uh, know much about these things. Do you know anything? Who are you saying that to? Vic. Not the ranger with the speci speciality in Undead. Oh, well, the ranger's not up here. The ranger's still back in the crypt, apparently. Well, no, uh, we moved them all. Let's see. Uh, what does... We, said, we were staying together. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's ranger... Octa, what do you know about these things? Oh. Well, they're undead. <laughs> Thanks. Unbrand. <laughs> Should I have looked something up to be able to share? Octa, you would know that they, um, they're not good in sunlight, and they have a pretty nasty attack that can suck your life force, if you're not careful. Lay this information to everyone. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, I think I do remember reading that years ago, but yeah. Those of you inside, you start hearing, there are, uh, you start hearing, like, the sound of, like, a scuffle upstairs, and you hear people moving about upstairs in the house. Hey. Victor would like to listen for children. Okay, give me a perception check. Can't do passive. <laughs> no. Okay, 21. 21. You think it's really hard to hear, but children can scream pretty loudly. Mm -hmm. And you can just barely pick out over the sounds of slaughter and screaming and looting. The sound of, and it's very faint, the sound of a child crying somewhere above you. Victor points in that general area. Kid, it's upstairs. Okay. See if we can get by these things. I mean, actually, I guess I'm still invisible. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm going to uh, move past the right. <laughs> yep. I'm just gonna kind of zip over here as fast as I can while I'm while I'm still invisible. <laughs> I would say everybody, everybody, just give me uh, dexterity saving throw. Remember, you have a plus two when you're close to me. I got a nine. Uh, Wait, I'm invisible. I don't. <clears throat> I got a sixteen. You got a nine, even uh, plus the stuff from Yarkris. I rolled a nat one. Oh, that no. one Nobody. plus my six mod plus two from Yark. You Nine. trip and smack into a white. Um, God damn it. So is, is this an effect in sight? Yeah, you would have advantage on it, Mr. Barbarian. 
not much better, but I have a, I have a twelve at least. Eighteen. Sixteen. Can I, can I roll to assist, Victor. No. Sorry, what am I rolling? Dexterity saving throw. We'll do a we'll do a group average for this. Okay. See if one of you can save Victor. I feel like the Fuck assist it. would make sense. Like, like Saleh sees Victor start to trip or something and grabs his wrist. <laughs> Fuck, 18. I'll throw that into the pot then. All that's, right. That's a nat 20 plus 7. A nat 20 will cancel out a nat 1. <laughs> How do I get a 9 with a plus 6 and a plus 2? That's bullshit. Charlie Charlie just sort of like grabs Victor from the underarms. Yeah. And like, does, does the Looney Tunes <laughs> run the air thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Victor, so... Victor trips and is about to hit the white right then. <laughs> Charlie grabs yep. him by the scruff and pulls him back. And you see the white that you almost ran into kind of like turn like he sensed something. Mm. But then go back to whatever the hell it was that he was doing. We're ghosts okay. to the dead. You guys, so you're, are you making your way up through the through the house, right? Yeah. yeah. I hope we went the right way. I don't okay. know if there's a door over so here or not. I can't there see. Is, there is a door. There's a door, a doorway, not a door, but like an archway here. Okay. And then a door here. Okay, so I guess we'll go through the archway. Okay. Is that wide in the way still, or can we get by him? Um, I would say if you just wait a little bit, yeah, he'll move on. Okay. Mm. Um, because they are—they're not like motion, but I'm not gonna sit here and move a fuck ton of fucking. Okay. I'm gonna peek around, around the arch. Oh, okay, or 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 he's just gonna run up and go you mm-hmm. or you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Yarkris. Are you really surprised? Not particularly. All right, so He's even more Leroy than Saleya. You put the shiny one up front. <laughs> so you guys, I mean, to be fair, you, we are equally hard to hit. <laughs> you poke your way around. You, you like carefully maneuver your way and look through this hallway. And you see this opulent open area. And you can see this is the front room where the open doorway was the front door. <clears throat> uh, a lovely rug. Well, what was probably once a lovely rug is now molded, mildewed, and moth-eaten on the floor, you see dozens of beautiful beautiful pieces of artwork and potted plants that have withered. Everything is covered in a very thick layer of dust and debris. Yay, Debris. And you see some stairs over in the corner leading up, and then a hallway right down here. Do not try not to kick up too much dust. Off sneeze, and his house will be gone. <laughs> and then you, Cesaria, be guys... running on fire control in case he sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> you start, you guys, as you're down here and you make it into this room. You start hearing like muffled, <clears throat> like an argument almost from higher up in the in the house, but you can't make out what they're saying. Do we see stairs? Yes, there are stairs. That's what's here in the corner. Okay. Yep, we go up the stairs. Up the stairs. Now, if you guys would bring your attention down to the slightly less um impressive map down below <laughs> here, you start up the stairs, and I'm not gonna put a whole bunch. I'll just tell to. you exactly. Yeah, I do. I like to think that it's like uh, like those video game levels where, you know, you're avoiding the enemies that have the little ray of vision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like sneaking by the nurses in Silent Hill. 
Metal Gear Solid. Or Metal Gear. Yeah, I was going to say Metal yeah. Gear. Quick, somebody give me boxes? a cardboard box. boxes, yeah. <laughs> All right, so as you guys make it upstairs, you're down here. Let's me zoom in and then reveal this area for you. You see, oh god, no, not that. Reveal areas. Reveal the baddies. You don't see any baddies. You just, you, this is over. Where does everything go? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. So dark. What the fuck? Yeah, it's all black. Reveal, reveal areas. I don't know why it was black. Sorry. Is that better? Uh, You see another set of stairs over here leading up. And then it's, this overlooks. I couldn't do, I had to like do the best I could. But it is like this banister overlooking the foyer down below and yeah. you see a statue right here <clears throat> of a skull kind of wrapped in thorny roses and then there is a door right in front of you guys Yarkris that is oh. like hanging it is open and it like looks into this room in here which you can't see two white two whites in here just slashing at nothing and destroying shit I listen for the child again. Give me another perception check. 18. You are having a hard time hearing it because now you're starting to, it's kind of like, you can barely hear it, um, but you're not really sure where it's coming from. It could be this level, it could be the third floor, but you're not really sure. Uh, I say as much to the group. Because now you are hearing a woman's voice starting to yell back and you can barely make out what she's saying but she's it appears to be on the floor above you I can barely make it out yeah you can you can hear a woman screaming something screaming words but you can't really make out what she's saying sounds like the lady of the house is upstairs do you think that she would have tried to defend her son Either defend or be a distraction. Well, didn't didn't she throw herself out a window at some point in the diary? Yes, yes. Did. Gotta watch out for that. So, I think we have to search this floor, too. Yeah, that's fair. And then as you you guys are debating, like, figuring out what you wanted to do, you hear glass shatter. Oh. There she goes. A sickening thud outside, and then silence. Victor looks at Soleil and says, uh, surprising how many nobles go that way. And you watch as... Soleil looks distinctly unamused. You watch these whites start vanishing, and everything goes still and quiet. And you are left alone in the house quiet and silent and with that we'll go ahead and take a break hey everyone it's joey Just popping in here to make a few quick announcements. The first of which would be, we're working on putting together a Patreon. We're going to have several different levels that you can choose from based on what you can afford and what you're personally interested in. More information on that is to come. We are currently still in the process of finalizing the tiers 
and getting the Patreon all set up. As soon as we have it all set up, we will be able to put a link in the description so that you guys can go check it out. The second announcement I have is that our Monster of the Week campaign is going to soon be available in podcast form. Those episodes are going to be going out once a month until we get a little bit more of a stockpile of episodes. Honestly, I think that's probably all the announcements that I have to give, so I'll go ahead and let you hop right back into the episode. Thanks for listening. So that was freaking weird. All the rights disappeared. We heard a loud thump. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like this house anymore. You liked it in the no, beginning? It's, uh, it's less nope. Uh, I guess we should search for whatever body we're trying to find. I'm going to go ahead and enter this room. All right. Um, b- b- before we enter, DM, do we... Do we have a good sense of what window she may have jumped from? Mm, give me a perception check. Ooh, mine's bad. I rolled a three plus whatever my mod is. So someone else is going to have to listen as well. You assume it was a window somewhere in the house. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> with a three. Uh. <laughs> Let's see. So, Yarkris, you walk into this room and you see that uh, this appears to be this was some kind of like a recreation room. Uh, there's board games uh, and some card games. But it is all just torn apart. Okay, no longer interested. If you all are, you can go in that room, but there's only like card games and games. Interesting, but not interesting enough. I go down here. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I think this is already revealed. So yes, there is a hallway here and you see a door and there is a door right here and then the door right here. Are they open? Uh, Yeah, they appear. All the doors in this house appear to be like busted or busted. Yep. Well, I peeked through the door in front of me. That's right. Whatever, I peeked yeah, through whatever. this door. Whatever door I am close to. Okay, so this door. Okay, reveal, not... I hit reveal, and then, like, it does, like, hide. And I'm just like, no, that's not what I wanted you to do. You open You peek into this room, and it appears to be some kind of a nursery. You see a uh, disheveled crib, uh, a small chest of drawers, and a rocking chair in the corner. Oh, I looked back at Victor and I said, well, I found a nursery. I think that we were looking for, well, do you see any holy symbols around the nursery? 
I can do a perception check. Give me a perception check. That is a 26. You don't appear to see any holy symbols. Uh, what you do make out is that the the crib slash bed thing is uh, and like the clothes that you can see kind of scattered about appear to be belonging to a, a little boy probably about the age, probably no older than four or five years old. Hmm. I peek inside the crib. Or if that's the crib, that might be the crib. I don't know which no, one's it's, the crib. It's this. It's this really like fancy looking. Yep. Peek inside. Bed thing. You look inside and it uh, it is empty. Figured. Empty crib. Child not here. Why well, use lot words when few words do trick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Slayer. What were you looking at? Oh, uh, I was looking on this mm -hmm. room over here. This room? E. You see... I um, found some more stairs! You see a spiral staircase leading up and down. Uh, and this appears to be what, some, uh, some kind of like a, uh, a spare room, like a guest room. Spare you see room. a luxurious four-poster bed, you see a desk that is sparse, even though the image of it has stuff on it. I was too lazy to take the stuff off of it. A chair in the corner um, and a small war uh, a wardrobe next to the I stairs. search the desk. Give me an investigation check. Nat 20. You find a dried up inkwell and <laughs> some... Thanks! <laughs> what a nat 20! Yeah, well, I mean, like, you find, like, some old, like, quills that are just can I apply that to searching the entire room? No. Damn it. You said the desk. <laughs> you don't manage to find anything of use on the desk. I pick up the inkwell and chuck it against the wall out of spite. It shatters, and Victor, Yarkris, you hear the sound of breaking glass. <laughs> the rights are attacking again. I'm gonna check the wardrobe, too. Give me an investigation check. Uh... Well, it's not a nat 20, but it is a 20. You open it up, and a couple of moths fly out. And uh, you Ew. see... You see, like, a like a bathrobe, kind of like a housecoat thing is just moth-ridden, and you can barely is even make out what it is. Is it a magic moth-ridden bathcoat? <laughs> no. Spoiler, there ain't shit in this room. Yeah. Spoilers. I think the most important <laughs> thing in that room is the staircase... Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I wasted my two best rolls of the night searching it. <laughs> so you said you found a staircase. It happens sometimes. Yep. You can wear the coat if it makes you feel better. Yeah, the moth bitten coat. Looks looks at Trayvok, looks at the moth written coat. That's pretty cool. Like moth written coat. <laughs> moth written coat, not coat. That's <laughs> an interesting goat if I've ever seen one. <laughs> oh my god. So I look at everybody that's here. Do we go up the stairs now? Yep. Up, up, up we go. Um, up, up the no, stairs. Note that I would like to be with the group, but my token is lost in the void. 
It's lost in the void? Yes. Oh, there you are. I found you. Hold on. And everybody else, I assume, is probably coming to join us as well. There yeah. you go. Can you see your... Yeah, there you are. I was able to grab Soteria, but I can't grab Octa and Charlie. <laughs> yes, I, I, I couldn't clip between the two maps, and I just ended up in darkness. That's okay. What is it that we're trying to do right now? We're going up the stairs down here. We're exploring the uh, okay. house at the right we're all over. We're exploriating. Okay. So you guys head up the staircase, the spiral staircase. Sure. Alex Let's and I go. know how dangerous it is sometimes with spiral staircases. Dude, I don't want to hear it. Uh, I was literally on this craziest spiral staircase once it was freaky. Reveal areas, damn it. I hit reveal and it doesn't what the fuck? I mean, the last I... time I was on a spiral staircase, I had to spider walk across it. I mean, what? Dude, no, so... like, legitimately, I went to this old building in, when I was in London that the staircase was this unbelievably thin spiral staircase. It was, I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like, all the way around, it was probably two feet in diameter. Like, going up this thing Ugh. was just... Freaky. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, because of the way that the map is set up and Dungeon Alchemist works, I couldn't make the spiral staircase fair. small enough. It is supposed to be a very small one, so it's like it lets up right here in this at the end of this hallway. Uh, meat. What? What the? Oh, I grabbed the wrong person. I grabbed Zateria. Whoops. So let me off this staircase. Yeah. Off the staircase, bruh. And then a hallway that seems to lead out into some kind of a room. You see a... Keep up, you hobbit! see, like, a desk at the end. And it leads, like, this big open room, it looks like. Oh, I had that totally backward. Okay. <laughs> I think me and Yark were leading the way here, so... Yeah. Okay, let's investigate that! Well, there's a shit investigation roll. That won't work. So you guys walk into this room, down this hall... And into this giant open room, and you see there is a staircase leading down over here behind some bookcases. You see a door here and a door here. You see um, several bookcases filled with books uh, and also books littering the floor. You see a desk here and a desk over here. And then over in this little alcove area, um, on the ground, you manage to make out uh, it's faded and the paint seems to be chipped. But there's some kind of a magical circle inscription painted on the ground. Not a tele. Soleil, you know it's not a teleportation circle, but <laughs> you, you can't, you don't really know what kind of magical circle this might be. Can I identify it? You want to cast identify? Yeah, is it like a magic? So it's it's magical, give me, right? Give me an arc. Give me an arcana check, really quick. Okay. Uh, all my stuff is downstairs. I'm upstairs, like um, blending stuff. Sorry, it's like it's not in paint. It is the the magic scroll is inscribed in silver, but it does seem faded. Okay, let's see here. Like I changed locations, and now I am lost forever. Okay, well I'm just gonna roll on. Twenty. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Not high. 
what'd you roll? An eight. Yeah, you have no idea what this magic circle is for. Yeah, oh, well, that would give me a 14 total. A 14? Yeah. Yeah, you're still, you're not, you don't really know what it is or what it does. Okay. You can't really seem to pinpoint it. Hey, guys, that's a magic thing, I think. You can tell that whatever magic it might have done, it is not magical anymore and it hasn't been for a long time. Hey guys, that's a not magic thing anymore. <laughs> Make up your mind. God. This is old. <laughs> uh, notably, if it's in silver, I presume vampires like other monsters don't like silver. Charlie <laughs> looks at it and checks it out. Um, 26. Uh, 26 to investigate what? Charlie is investigating the silver marking rolled a 26 on investigation. You can tell you've read some weird books in your life being bored as a young child. Well, not a young child, but like, you know, trying to figure things out about yourself. And this seems to be some kind of an arcane sigil circle that is looks like somebody was trying to reverse something. Some kind of an affliction. Perhaps a vampiric. Charlie tells the party. Um, I have already forgotten what the knowledge had passed by. <laughs> okay. So so basically we are in this room. There's a silver marking on the ground. It used to be magic, but it's not anymore. Possibly to get rid of some sort of affliction. Neat. No longer magical. No longer a concern. Um, I'd like to check out some of the stuff on these tables. It looks like there's like books and other junk. There's two desks. Okay, I check out the one I'm by. Okay, give me an investigation check. I sure would like to. Uh, that is gonna be 19. 19. You, looking through this desk, you managed to find through various parchments and scrolls, you manage to find a diary. And it appears to be, and it has uh, the name uh, Desmond Valentine scrawled on the inside cover. You flip through it, and you read some of the entries, and you, this book describes uh, Desmond and how he when he how he first met his wife Oleander. Uh, he was on a business trip to collect arcane items for resale uh, about how he fell in love with her gentle nature uh, and how he found a kindred spirit in her and how they eloped and learned to overcome their melancholy natures together once uh, she'd absconded from her crazy religious obsessed father. He talks about how they built gardens together to continue her love of herbalism and how they bonded over plants and describes his labors to find a way to overcome his vampiric affliction to live a mortal life with his beloved wife. And it describes his eventual partial success in that he was able to cheat his nature and father a child, his young son, Bertold, with her. Uh, I tell the party, but also bets that the cleric is the father. I don't want to take that bet. That's fair. 
Bettings just seems wrong. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. So we have we have a journal. We have a silver marking. And we have more rooms to explore. And one other desk. If someone that's not me would like to check it out. As you guys are exploring this room and the desks, you hear a soft noise coming from this door behind you. You see this ghostly figure float out from this door. And it is this woman in a very fine dress, long flowing hair. And you can kind of see it's hard to miss the tear streak stained cheeks of this woman. This spirit she turns and she's she looks at you where is my baby and that's where we're gonna end it for tonight thank you for listening to this episode of inspirational crits my name is joey and i'm the dm our players include abby as charlie aaron as salaya havoc as yarkris alex as trayvok tiffany as soteria geek as victor and eddie as octa we'll catch you in the next one remember stay weird i would though i would pay extra to get punched in the face by a kangaroo like if they could guarantee if i could be like look here's an extra hundred hundred bucks you piss it off put me in front of it i i would pay extra for that